0: Hello and welcome back to Really in the Peers, where we chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. My name is Gary O'Brien, and joining me to talk about the 2023 coming of age comedy drama, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. It's my very good friend Lily Nolan. So stick around. We hope you enjoy. Miss Nolan, hello. Are we well?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm okay. I'm also good. Oh, good. <laughs> Any um, crack?
1: <laughs> not, not much, you know. I've been missing from the pod for a while, mm. but I just thought... You're in the I'd... podcast
0: studio today, though. I am. No I'm lag.
1: In the podcast studio, in person. Mm. Um, it almost feels like real life.
0: Did you bring the book? Nope. Oh, wow. Nope. That's big. That's a big <laughs> I moment for book. you. I know. You forgot it? Okay, that's different Well, then. actually,
1: I made the, the... My copy of the book is from the 70s. It's yes. my mom. So I was going to bring it and it's already quite damaged. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not trekking that to... That's fair.
0: Just like The studio <laughs> just, just to Like Emma brought Dracula So
1: Yeah Emma brought Dracula She brought yeah. many versions of Dracula mm. I was no, actually No no she
0: brought it to like The podcast studio
1: I know I thought she brought more than one no, Version one. of the podcast studio Well I'm really letting myself down You are big time I'm going to lose my That's Miss Book Nolan I'm going to lose my Foothold in like uh, Movies based on books For the pod
0: I told you You could have a segment after I know Call it Lily's um, Lily's Lily's League of Literature
1: <laughs> Yeah brainstorm that on air
0: Nolan's Novel, Nexus. What's a group beginning with N? Is that a club?
1: Um, I don't know. All I can think of is like normies, but that's not working. Uh, I feel like you need to put movies in there, though. You can't just go.
0: Lily's. I'll workshop this later. Yeah. Don't know why I put this on the podcast. But you're back. <laughs> We're talking about a fantastic <laughs> movie back. called "Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret." Um, it's out in cinemas now. Mm-hmm. Came out last weekend. Um, it's very good. I had a it fun was time with it. Good. And uh, in the meantime, when you're listening to this episode, I haven't done this before, so I don't know how to like weave it in naturally. Mm-hmm. But if you're listening to this on Spotify, there's a Q and a section on it. And uh-huh. if you have any, any qu- comments, queries, things about the episode, just stick them in there and we'll get to it.
1: Absolutely. About the movie, about the book, about other books.
0: About why Lily didn't bring the book to the uh, thing today.
1: Yeah, I mean... I don't know how to respond to that I feel really <laughs> called out
0: Oh yes um, But also uh, Give us five stars on Spotify If you're there as well And make sure to follow us At, at Reading in the Piers On Instagram Okay But Lily We're talking about this movie Yeah um, Are you there guys it. me Margaret Based on a book um, Do you care to tell people What this book movie is about
1: Yeah sure So it's basically A coming of age story It's a little different From the usual ones We probably see I think We see a lot of like Teenagers coming into their own But this is a young girl uh she's 11 12 in sixth grade which is basically like our club in the sixth class for our Irish listeners and she's grown up in New York with her parents and her grandmother Um, her dad and his family are Jewish and her mom and her family are um Christian I think not sure what denomination can't remember if that was even mentioned and They move from New York to New Jersey in the movie. It's because her dad's got a promotion and she kind of moves to the suburbs. And it's basically just about her, that kind of year of her life, you know, being a kid and growing up and how she gets on in school and how she gets on with like her life changing and basically hitting puberty as a little girl.
0: Yeah. And I guess...
1: Sorry, I will add, it's set in the 70s. Um, 70s?
0: is it? Yeah. Okay.
1: Book came out in 1970. So I guess you can just say early 70s for... The movie, they don't date it at any point. They do just say, like, the 70s, I think, on screen at the start.
0: And as weird as this sounds, hearing that, I'd be so not interested in this movie, I don't think. Like, Mm -hmm. it sounds Mm -hmm. fine. I feel like I'd, if I knew nothing about this, like, not even who directed or acted in it, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Seen a million times. Heard it before. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. But my God, like, this director and this cast are just a beautiful combination that make, I feel like, Regardless of what the movie's even about, I just feel like the energy they bring to whatever they do, and that includes um, the director, whose name is Kelly Freeman Craig? Freeman? Freeman? Freeman. How many E's? She from Dune? (laughs) Freeman. Freeman Craig, uh, as the director who also did a movie people might know called The Edge of Seventeen. You've got Rachel McAdams, Kathy Bates, and a young actress by the name Abby Ryder Forster? fourth son it's weird i read all these things i never say them out loud until i'm on a podcast but yeah those three mixed Mm -hmm. with the director make this an incredible movie and like you say with all those other stuff involved it's actually just a very sweet and charming movie
1: yeah and you're right it kind of you read about it and you're like it will be one of those kind of i don't want to disparage the genre but like cushy family kid things but it really wasn't i thought um it was just really beautiful Mm. and it was really like heartwarming but it was never very cheesy i think
0: yeah and i think it could kind of fall into the trap of being very not like a psa but Mm. being like a hey kids we know what you're going through look at this on the big screen yeah it doesn't do any of that it just kind of shows i think you said it a while ago i can't remember but it's like it just makes them make these makes these moments very real Mm -hmm. and not as um what's the word not scripted but not as um sort of rehearsed I suppose.
1: Yeah and I find it's neither played too sickly sweet but it's also not played for laughs which isn't something you see like normally you watch awkward teens or you know teenagers or kids that age um, and it's kind of played for laughs and it's like oh it's a misunderstanding and isn't it funny that this happened but it was really um, charming and sweet Sweet, and yeah kind of just like a more of a love letter I guess maybe to being that age and growing up so what Kind of helps with that is um, So Judy Bloom wrote this Like I said in the 70s She wrote it for her daughter At the time What was her the daughter's name? I don't know
0: mm. Lili, I'm I don't so think you sorry did for this. <laughs> I don't Water. know She you doesn't, know doesn't name book. it Her daughter You don't know the name Of the author's daughter <laughs> Disgraceful I'm
1: not going to invade Her privacy like that <laughs> I That am. would be rude
0: <laughs> Big time I'm going to look for Pictures also... of the kids And what type of <laughs> blood They have
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just in case Just in case Oh negative Cool <laughs> um, But yeah So it's like she wrote it for her daughter, who is that age and... Or who was that age at the time. She's in her 60s now. And um, she also kind of wrote it, she says, for herself. It's not autobiographical, but it kind of is. Because it's um quite a universal story. Yeah. For, definitely for young girls. It's mm-hmm. famous. Like, there's a lot of articles out about it again now. About, like, how everyone kind of sees themselves in Margaret. So, just a little more context for the listener. She... The title of the movie comes from the fact that Margaret asks God these questions all the time. She doesn't really... She's not particularly religious. Like, she doesn't prescribe to either of her parents' religions. And she's actually trying to explore um her own religion. She's, like, got this kind of personal relationship with a God. She talks to him a lot um about everything that is on her mind. And it makes for a really lovely kind of narration, I think, yeah. as you go through it. And um, so that part of the story... Judy Bloom says isn't really about her but it is the, the sort of the rest of it the growing up and making friends and making mistakes and being absolutely desperate to get her first period yeah. is all kind of like semi-autobiographical
0: which is funny because that's the side I like most about this movie rather than the, the the God stuff which I feel like maybe in the 70s is a bit more of a hot topic mm-hmm. and probably more like
1: well you know the book was banned
0: the, is it still banned?
1: Um, in different places yeah. yes but
0: I think Florida just banned everything yeah. so
1: what I think is extra interesting about that is that it's a book. The book is what's called like a mid-grade level. I should have brought it. Oh my god! If only I'd brought it, I could mm. demonstrate this to you. I've
0: no idea what's going <laughs> on. I've never even seen a book in my medium. life.
1: <laughs> but like when is you like read the it, Dracula
0: book Emma brought?
1: <laughs> it's actually so not like the Dracula book <laughs> Emma brought because it's like you know, it's like really big text and short chapters. I, have I read this. the book in an hour because it's I reread it recently for the po- I, for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm that committed, um, just not committed enough to carry it around. No. Uh, it's it's mid-grade level so it's quite easy to read. It's yeah. very much directed at a young reader. Mm-hmm. It's not like reading like even at the time let's say so when we were 12, 11, the 6th and 7th Harry Potter came out. Mm. I don't know if you read them. I read them. Mm-hmm. That's like a completely different level of book than the kind of language that's used in this. It's very I don't want to say simplistic cuz I think that um doesn't do it justice, but it is. It's for young girls. Yeah, it's really accessible for kids a little they would say like a middle school or mid grade is what it's called, so it's yeah. like ten to twelve kind mm-hmm. of kids are meant to be reading it, and that's who it's written for. Mm. So it's wild that they have banned it. Like, yeah. it's like when they banned like kids books and picture books because they yeah. talk about things. But it's um, so it was both banned for obviously the religious discussion, and at one, point, I, not to get into spoilers, but there's a lot of talk about like religion and her own revelations about God in it, and that's almost uh, identical to the book. Yeah. So yeah, it's banned for that, but it's also just banned for talking about um,
0: boobs, boobs, yeah. and
1: being a little girl, yeah. and it's absolutely <laughs> crazy.
0: Uh, just like just any little girls, like they're just yeah. like nah, ban it. Those don't exist.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Not just... the issues
0: they go through, just the fact there's a little girl in it. I think it's scary. Yeah. Um, I just to, this, to just... this
1: day, Judy Bloom is active on the um, this like council in America that tries to work against the banning of books. But mm. she's just like it's she's ridiculous. Now. yeah.
0: There you go um and she's got two daughters oh thank you gary so i just want to bring this back i think it's very important now i would say now this is quite harsh i think because it's just like uh she has oh no wait no that's no because she's married three times but one daughter is from it's like her stepdaughter Mm -hmm. and her name is amanda and then it goes to whom bloom is very close Mm -hmm. like who put that in amanda or (laughs) judy who knows but her first daughter it's called Randy Lee. Aww. And I could see maybe why you changed the name to Margaret. Hey there God, it's me, Randy. <laughs> um, it's
1: very, how very middle American, yes, that name as go.
0: well. Um, but I think the biggest thing I got from this as well, it's like you, you kind of spoke there a bit about like being so successful and such a nice read for young girls. But I also think for like young lads as yeah. well, just because, I don't know, I, I think there's a lot of parallels to uh, like how kids maybe over... Not over excited, but overhype something in their head is mm-hmm. something exciting when it comes to puberty and such. But also I think it also has those nice elements that like young boys would be it'd be good to be aware of, I suppose, in a way. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think it's a good watch for everyone. And
1: I think it's that kind of thing. Um not to date the podcast, but I don't know if you saw the BAFTAs recently and Lisa McGee won her award for Dairy Girls. And as she said, and I'm only giving that background because I'm about to steal her quote directly, like in the um specific there's the universal so like in every very specific story of one girl almost everyone can see themselves even yeah. the boys because you know she's interacting with them and they're in the story and it's yeah. kind of the same like thoughts and feelings yeah. that happens for everyone i guess mm-hmm.
0: but yeah no i just i just thought that was an interesting point as well because um because i see a little bit of myself in margaret or randy lee <laughs> i
1: have a question did you go to a mixed primary school
0: no do you want to know something really funny? I did not share a classroom with a woman or girl <laughs> until I was in college. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> No, it's bad. Oh,
1: my God. Until that physics lab.
0: Until... Um, technically no, but yeah. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, it's very, it's very fucked. That's um, wild. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. There was no. That's so funny because, like, if you think of like we met obviously in our first year of college. Yeah.
0: in, in He's the, the first woman I've ever seen.
1: <laughs> so I just find that wild. There you go. Not even like primary school as well is rare. No. It's more rare here I, in oh, Ireland. I
0: tell a lie. I went to preschool. With no, me. no. It doesn't yeah. Exactly. It. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So no. So I didn't really. I like. We did have like teachers who would be like, "Hey, if any of your friends that are girls or girlfriends all of a sudden need to disappear for a while or they're mm-hmm. you know covering up the skirt like all those kind of like things of like being precautionary in a way which is
1: incredibly progressive in a very upsetting way that it shouldn't be like there's a lot of times they just wouldn't even talk oh, about oh yeah it. yeah,
0: no so like the, we well see i also went to a catholic run secondary school so they couldn't and mm-hmm. um, talk about contraception
1: wow yeah i think couldn't they not that's I, not a really a thing here but no they can something. choose not to
0: there was something about that or <laughs> do you maybe wanna,
1: they to something's really funny I went to uh, a mixed school my whole life and... Because I happened to be in top tier maths, they had to take. Oh yeah, that one oh then. yeah, they had to take some of our maths classes because we we'd eight a week. They had to dedicate one for four weeks to um, just like general sex ed, and All everyone right. was like, "That's ridiculous. We're not doing that. We don't need that. Back to the songs." Yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Um, I we went wildly off on a tangent, yeah, there. but yeah. it could be important as we but go that, down my, the line. My, po-
1: my point was going to be: you, so you never went to a mixed school, but you're you're still finding like the comparisons in your own experience in this movie. Oh yeah. Exactly. That was it wasn't so far off topic. I wasn't just throwing yeah. no, that no, no, it. No, no, no. now
0: people on the internet know No. <laughs> too much about my education. Yeah. Um but yeah, so look, um I know we've been talking about the movie, we haven't really gotten into it, but I guess this was just the point where I wanted to say, if you have not seen this movie, I highly re- highly, Absolutely. highly recommend it. I did not go to the cinema to watch it because my l- beautiful friends at Lionsgate who are my favourite people in the world actually sent me the movie early and uh, to review and my review went up on Instagram. Like I said, you can follow at Reading and the Appears on Instagram. My reviews go up there. But I...
1: I saw it early too as an omni omniplex omnipass gold member yeah they did a preview screening i think just not nearly as early mm. as you like just anyone who's in top tier maths got to go yeah <laughs> yeah <And laughs> if just me their and own john uh, book. Uh, <laughs> me no, and fellow but, podcaster john top tier maths yeah. in the same school um top tier maths yeah john and i were in the same oh, maths man,
0: class so he doesn't show it <laughs> <laughs> Poor john <laughs> sorry john <laughs> um, at least
1: i think he was like, really I don't know. no he was he <laughs> was he sat behind me there you go um
0: we got a lot of smart people on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, but the point I was trying to get at there, Yeah, and the like, point I
1: was trying to make is that... I started my point first. <laughs> <I'll go> first.
0: <laughs> I just wanted to say, I watched this at home, and usually watching movies at home is sometimes a bit of a detriment because you get easier distractions, you can pause it. I did not pause this once. I did not get distracted. And I still think I'm right in saying this. There's a part of this movie, there's a point in this movie where I laughed, I think the loudest I've ever laughed watching a movie at home. And that's such a hard thing to do, yeah. I find, because when you're at home, you're not really like surrounded by other people laughing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I let it such a big fucking laugh during one of the scenes in this movie and um, uh, the listener can try and guess what it is. Um, <laughs> well,
1: I saw it in the cinema, uh, like I said, at that previous screening. So like it wasn't packed or anything, but there was a lot of people who were obviously really interested in seeing it who decided to go. And I, I was in the screening with like a lot of people my age, but also a lot of maybe like older women, kind of my mum's age, yeah. a little bit younger, who obviously would have had read the book as a kid and they were having the best time and it made for such a lovely screening experience, you know, being like surrounded by people who like recognize what's going on in the movie, who really care about it and love it and kind of hearing them enjoy themselves. Yeah, um, And that's a lot of uh, critics have said the same thing, like, because obviously it means a lot to a lot of people and a lot of reviewers have gone and seen it and been like really passionate about it and just given it great reviews. Um, The only not so good review of it I've seen was written by I think the man from the Telegraph so maybe we should boycott the Telegraph
0: Um, what's the name I'm
1: not, I don't get the, I want to get the paper wrong maybe it's not even the Telegraph Ooh, yeah. maybe it's the Guardian I don't know some guy gave it three stars and that's the worst review I've seen of it yeah, and everything it else has been it. like four, four and a half and uh, you know what?
0: I could kind of see why it's not like it I could see like if you were in a weird mindset about it you could see it as a bit of a fluff piece mm-hmm. in a way but it's so not mm-hmm. that's the only thing I could take away from it mm-hmm. and also like I said I think the religions thing kind of derails it but that's actually just a key part of the movie so they can't get rid of that
1: <laughs> God damn it <laughs> yeah. they just changed the title I to know. being I like was... Dear Diary Yo me, gee Martha. it's me Mags <laughs> you know what I
0: mean make it more accessible to kids um, um, although I
1: would say actually it's unlike the book which is definitely geared towards young kids I feel like it's maybe not quite geared towards kids in that no, way no kind of
0: a pro- like, it, it does a very good job of like because you have the relationship of the grandmother the mother and the daughter mm-hmm. you kind of are able to see yourselves yeah. at one point in Yeah, it's a little more
1: reflective. Like I feel like maybe like 15 and older would yeah. probably enjoy it. I also just feel like if you saw it at that age, you would just be mortified to be in that cinema. Cuz it's so realistic. So, yeah you know you're sitting there and you're like it's way too
0: Too real, yeah. yeah
1: too real for mm. you at that age to like share it with your mom or something. You're like god no oh, way. Oh no,
0: yeah, no. I think watching yeah. it with a Oh, I don't know.
1: But also they expanded the role from the book for for the mom for yeah, Rachel McAdams so. and I think that was really lovely. Yeah, yeah. They did a really good job of it. And um, there's actually very few other differences from the book, like very few. Apart from the fact that all the family that whole scene at the end with all the family is a little different.
0: All right, it's still
1: okay. similar.
0: Because that's the way, that's where I didn't like it. So
1: similar outcomes. Mm-hmm. So maybe Judy Bloom was right.
0: I think so. You got my support, Judy.
1: <laughs> actually, yeah. one thing that is probably really important we talk about is the cast. Because normally kids can be really annoying in movies. Well, do
0: we want to get... Do we want to just... T- save this point to be like mm-hmm. people go fuck off and go watch this movie and then yeah. now we kind of talk spoilerish now okay. and we can get into the cast then because people have enough information by well now. the cast are excellent the cast are excellent that's all you need to know Yeah, and we'll get it and if you go watch the movie then you deserve mm-hmm. to listen to us talk about the cast yeah, okay okay and are you back I hope you paused <laughs> it and come back to this moment but if you haven't no no like,
1: no, no don't pause it finish the movie and then po- I'll pause the podcast pause podcast, podcast come okay. back
0: get those two downloads in love it see it <laughs> um, but yeah so we're talking about, uh, that's, I just wanted a point where I could tell people to go fuck off mm-hmm. and um, the cast are excellent although my biggest thing is what's. Right Rachel McAdams doing married to Benny Safty. What's she doing?
1: I love that she was married to Benny Safty. The whole time I was like who is this man
0: and why do I know him? I just I don't get it. She's his muse. He must just have a good personality then. I don't get it. She looks amazing in this movie. How is she a mother first of all? I
1: just also love that it's Rachel McAdams who has been such has has had iconic team. Yeah but she's just had iconic like roles in movies that women tend to love. She's been the girl in The Notebook. Yeah. She was the mean girl. I know you hate The Notebook. I fucking hate The Notebook. <laughs> um, so it's like she's kind of like done all those stages of life as well yeah. with everyone. So that's cool. Um,
0: and yeah, Kathy Bates, I think, plays a very mm-hmm. warming role. And yeah, I don't know. I, I ugh, There's just so many to get into. Judy but
1: Bloom herself as a little she's,
0: cameo. She's in it. But yeah, I think what better thing to probably start the maybe more in-depth, I suppose, analysis or whatever we like to call discussion talking um, than Abby Good old Abby. Mm-hmm. I just... Fortson? <laughs> I forget. I'm so bad with names. Abby Ryder Forston mm-hmm. playing Ma- Margaret. Like yeah. you say, kids can be so annoying in movies. Mm-hmm. And especially a kid who is kind of... Not whinging, but like she's nearly... She's kind of complaining about things yeah. more often than not with God, mm-hmm. whatever. But the fact that it's just... I don't know. You just take... You feel like she's talking to you and you're just like taking in her problems and trying yeah. to h- nearly reach out to the screen and help her. And I think that's just played... That's... that. That's brought about by just how kind of a person she is and just how like yeah. not clueless I don't like to say but just how innocent I suppose and Yeah, a she's been naive. moved to a different school she doesn't know anyone mm-hmm. her mother has sacrificed her job for this mm-hmm. and what you call her dad's being a loser and uh, yeah. no he's fine he can't even mow deep. the lawn he can't even mow the lawn I'm mow... I can't say that he no. can't, can't even mow
1: the lawn can't even mow the lawn they have to get that kid I'd, to if do Rachel it. McAdams
0: needed a mow lawn I'd be there in a heartbeat <laughs> anyway and you'd
1: read the, all the instructions i read. And wouldn't i wouldn't mess up i just can't
0: what's she doing with them <laughs> sorry this is wildly i but yes betty um, safety
1: um, hatred in the corner it's nothing
0: against betty safety just go about your business just don't be married to rachel mccann that's all i ask anyway the point i'm getting at here is um no abby abby Ryder fortson is great you would. Mm-hmm. she's in ant-man movies
1: yeah she's the young version of
0: the, the daughter yeah um she um, comes
1: from an acting, a movie industry kind of family. Her mom's an actress. I know her from like. Well, what's her name and blood type? <laughs> God, she's got a younger brother, I think. Um, her dad's a director. He does a lot of like horror stuff. Her mom wouldn't really be in anything, I think that people know. But she's got like a long sort of working actor career. She's done like a few guest spots i know or if anyone watched bones she was howard epp's wife for a few episodes there
0: you go for a few episodes d- did she th- become she- bones then did she die? <laughs> she did yeah she did oh, no. she became bones it oh she's in
1: two episodes of back in the middle see she's in she's done loads of little things like that <gasps> she's in dexter
0: she's, a sucker mom
1: <laughs> and she's been working consistently but she's never really been like you know had her own tv yeah, show yeah. Kind, like, of yeah, kind
0: of actress like she's just doing like a, she's an episode of gray's anatomy she's just yeah two anyway. episodes
1: of 90210 there you go. Um,
0: oh, was, one episode it says here. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's Brooke I Templeton. Uh, tangent. But-, <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Her, <laughs> her She great. comes. She
1: comes from an acting family. So I guess she probably has that experience because sometimes that's the problem with kids. Mm-hmm. They are just kids. They don't really know how to be amazing, dramatic actors. Yeah. But I thought she did a, a really good job. And as well as that, the other kids Oh, the, the main
0: mean kid. Yeah. The blonde girl. I should get her name now. She is a Catherine Cupferer. What is with these horrible names? What kind it's this, name is Safdie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor Benny Safdie. It's this new generation where they're double barreling all their yeah. surnames. So we just have no, to No, that's say-
0: one name. Cup Ferrer. I think she plays Gretchen Potter. I think Gretchen's the main kid, isn't it? The- no, you're... Ah.
1: No, no. Nancy.
0: Nancy? Who plays Nancy? Yeah, so
1: when Margaret moves to New, new Jersey, she meets her neighbour, Nancy, who's another little girl the same age as her, in her class, and they... Um, she joins Nancy's kind of like girl club in school, Um, who, and I think the other two girls are Gretchen and... Other girl. No, get, uh, get her name.
0: Janie. Janie? Janie. Janie, Gretchen, and then Moose is the boy.
1: Yes, Moose is the the boy Margaret has a crush on, yes. who's what, Nancy's older brother's friend, so that's kind of how they're all yeah. related. Yeah, so they form a little girl club, and they've got rules, and they do... They have notebooks Where they write down All the boys they like And they have to do Exercises to Grow their boobs That's fantastic it's so good I, and, uh, exactly. and the rules There's rules Like they they can't wear socks Gary they not allowed to wear socks No socks But they all have to wear a bra
0: Yeah
1: Regardless of any
0: developments <laughs> Yeah Or lack thereof it's um, a very
1: strict club I
0: spent so much of this movie just thinking how much had changed from the book. Because mm-hmm. I was like, that whole, so they have this whole chant where they go, we must, we must, we must... Famous. What's it? We must, we must increase must, our bust? Yeah. And I was like, there's no way that's in a book from 1970. And then when I found out it was, I was like, I'd ban that book in a heartbeat. No, <laughs> no. But I was just like, You're wow. You're leading the charge. Like, it's, it's, that's what I mean. It's so funny and so relevant to this day. Mm-hmm. I, like, well, It's also so real. Like, like, that's it's something what I mean. that,
1: Like little kids would do. Um, and I love, so it, the one thing they did change they didn't give the group a name in the movie, but in the book they call themselves the preteen sensations, the yeah. PTSs, yeah. yeah. Um
0: which PTSDs. is PTSs. Yeah,
1: preteen sensations. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's very cute. And oh, they all have to report back. So that's the the yeah. final rule of course, that they all have to tell each other, you know, when they get their period, when yes. anything changes. Um but they are they're growing up, but they are very much still kids, and yes. I really like that cuz sometimes Especially from books to movies They just They kind of sanitise it a little bit Or they mm-hmm. age up the kids Yeah yeah or they have like Teenagers play them Or Even just like 14 year olds play them Yeah And it doesn't work Because like they're like in 11. the
0: example of Greece, You could be a 37 year old woman Playing a 16 year old
1: Exactly <laughs> Just regular things I think they
0: should have got John Travolta to play Moose <laughs> Any anyway, I'll cut you grass Anyway So What So But yeah So there's yes. the, the Yeah there's, there's that scene Um, Like I said With the most We, we must increase our bus scene Which I love mm-hmm. And Then there's also The scene where I think is it uh, Gretchen gets her period And yeah. she's telling all the other girls about it And how it's yeah. like She's like I just feel She says something else, like, I just feel like a woman now I just like, feel
1: so grown up <laughs> It's just yeah. So cute That's great
0: The scene where they all get the um The dad's Um
1: the anatomy book, the
0: anatomy book,
1: yeah, and the Playboy again. Both those in the book, maybe maybe it should be banned.
0: I think so. Uh, and then what does she say? She's like, she goes, "Oh, it just looks like a thumb." when She's <laughs> talking about the dick. It's just stuff like that. It just how the movie it, like handles those sort of not conversations, but I guess those revelations in childhood when you mm-hmm. something that you you're not too sure what it is, and then when, they, when you're faced with the reality, you're like, "Oh, this is either not good or not as great as it or not as interesting as it seemed." Yeah. Whether that be seeing a dick for the first time mm-hmm. or actually having your period.
1: And I love the little girl who's like, I'm never, ever going to be naked ever, even when I'm (laughs) married. There's so many like little things that really remind you of their age. And it's so refreshing compared to like, I guess what, less relevant to the generation the book's for, but for us, like we grew up with Nickelodeon and Disney Channel and stuff. And it was always a very, like I said, sanitized version of being young, even when they were showing things like heartbreak or friendship issues, you never got to see this side of it, Mm -hmm. which makes it so much more real, like you said. Yeah.
0: And I guess, and there was two other scenes I loved as well. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna talk about scenes. Oh I loved yeah, let's Because that's it. like we could go through the story, but the story there's there's no real story other than
1: that's it. There's also no real spoilers because it's just a movie where a little girl. And that's why right, I don't want to ruin the up. jokes. Yeah. That's why.
0: Right. <laughs> but like, um, so if you're here, I assume you've seen it. So I'll try not to give too much explanation for some things. But there's a great, there's two great scenes. One is the. Um, two other great scenes sorry one is when she's getting the bra for the first time yeah, and then she has to get what's it called the, 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 the grow, grow bra grow bra yeah and it's just like and then like because the, the, the sort of the that's why the, I'm
1: like a kid couldn't see this with anyone because yeah. you'd, you'd have experienced that so recently that yeah. you'd just be like the secondhand embarrassment for poor Margaret which is just too real because
0: yeah. she said because all the girls have to have have to wear a brat Mm -hmm. regardless of like I said any developments or lack thereof and the second scene I loved as well was when um, they were buying the the tampons or or pads for the probably pads I assume uh, for the first time and then like that that sheer dread of like oh don't worry it's a nice old lady at the till and then it switches over to a dude and they're just like no like some like
1: teenage guy whose job it is yeah Yeah. and they're so they're just like well we can't do it now
0: was there any I suppose I know I've kind of outlined the main ones but I have to tell your personal secrets on (laughs) on the podcast but was there any other moments that you were just like, oh, that's great. Because like I said, I probably only picked up on maybe the more overt ones. But mm-hmm. I guess was there anything a bit more below the surface that I might not pick up on?
1: Um, other, there's one really sticking out of my mind, but it's from the book. So I'm going to leave that one. I won't like. <laughs> sorry, I read the book so recently. Yeah. What, I, what I will say is the very first time I went to read the book, because my mom gave it to me when I was little. I couldn't read it. I felt like I shouldn't be reading were, it. Just, I was about you, that age. You just age. didn't know how to read yes. <laughs> Of course. I, didn't. I was like, this isn't Harry Potter. What am I doing? Yeah. Um, There's no wizards in this. I was like, it was way too real. And I'd never read a book like that. So it's not even like that much has changed from the 70s. Yeah. So when I was what? It was like 2006 or something when I was that age. And it was still the same thing where I was like, no one writes about this. We shouldn't be reading about this. Yeah. And I couldn't read it. I had to put it down. And it gives me, I would describe it. It's kind of like reading normal people when you're in your early 20s and you're in Trinity where you're mm. like who is reading my diary and writing it and letting me read theirs like that is crazy yeah um, the scene I did love was the um party scene so when they're oh, going yes, to oh yes 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 yeah so uh, and the the teacher scene I'll do the teacher scene first because that's a little shorter I just loved like Margaret's quite smart and but she doesn't want to be seen as that so her teacher wants to talk to her and she's just terrified Um. and I just loved her little like I'm not sure who I am kind of moments there. I thought that really added to her character. But the to get into way more detail, the party scene. So they have a boy in their class. It's his birthday. And they are all invited to uh, his birthday Phillip? party. I don't think so. Don't You're thinking... Any- so there's the, there's a boy in their class that the girls are all obsessed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I,
0: I, the, the fucking dweeb. <laughs> Like, I know he's the cool kid, but I was like, you've got, you've peaked far too soon, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, you're walking around like you run the joint. Just you wait. Oh, I, well, like, I don't, I don't condone kicking children. <laughs> I know, do I, like, but like, if you could kick the character yeah. mm-hmm. of a mm-hmm. child, this kid. And you know what? Line him up.
1: After watching the whole movie, he kind of deserves it. <laughs> he would Did deserve he to. Bad? It was really rude to Margaret then.
0: Okay. Why, well, when he kissed her? No
1: when he Spoiler No afterwards When he was really mean to her In class then Oh yeah 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 yeah, Sorry yeah He made fun of her For not having any boobs Then after that And he'd already Uh, kissed her Twice So she was just Devastated Um, But so they're all going to this Boy girl party For another boy Boy In their class My day was just boy parties (laughs) (laughs) And, and i just love all the the different clips of the girls getting ready and their kind of yes. their different experiences with their moms which was really oh sweet. i'd say that
0: was great yeah yeah, yeah. i said i mean i say that was great like i i could i could tell <laughs> what it was doing When i was like i've never had that experience when they're
1: all like putting on their best dress
0: their mom trying to take pictures and stuff like that yeah great
1: yeah and yeah. the girl like posing her mom's trying to take pictures and she's just like oh mom okay fine like striking the hip pose um, it made me think, though. I went and I had a look. Uh, I was like, "Are there any pictures of me aged eleven and 12? Which are obviously the worst years for mm-hmm. being a, for being a child. Um, there's very few, but I found some, and I, they made me laugh.
0: Speaking of Benny Safdie, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so <sorry>, the <laughs> character, the, like you said, they kind of they kind of. Um, What's the word? Sort of fleshed out their mm-hmm. side of the story yeah, quite a lot. And I loved the Rachel. Because McGa- again, if people don't resonate, uh, resonate too much with the, maybe the daughter element of things, it, maybe it's a long time ago. I think that mother trying to fit into uh, that sort of school mm-hmm. community and mam's club thing, yeah. I think is probably this movie is very potent for it as well.
1: Yeah, I, I love that you've got that across the three gener- generations. So you've mm-hmm. got the grandma who's kind of like her family have just moved. And she's kind of missing them, obviously, in their life. She was quite close with them, spent a lot of time with them. She's got to now find kind of her own place a little bit, which she does. Yeah. And then you got the mom, like you said, she's been working and she's obviously felt very guilty about that, especially in the 70s would have been way less common, I guess, mm-hmm. to be a working mom. Well, uh,
0: yeah. Probably not in New York. I feel like everyone works yeah, in New York. That's but, yeah, that's true.
1: So that's why they moved to New Jersey. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. And she's kind of trying to find out who she is a little bit now that she kind of has the chance to. And they, yeah, they very much mirror each other, all three of them, which is really yeah. lovely.
0: And um, I think for me with the Rachel McAllen things, I think Rachel, Rachel McAllen is incredible in this. Oh, yeah. I think she is like, I just, I'm amazed she hasn't been snapped up by any sort of...
1: The other Safdie. <laughs>
0: the other Safdie, yeah. i suppose surprised those Safdies haven't got their hooks into her yet. No, I just mean like some of those big directors, I don't know, like a, like a Spielberg or thomas anderson a fucking fincher like i'm just surprised she's not in big maybe oscar movies is the wrong way but like drama movies because i think i don't know i know this is a bit more of a comedy but just the warmth and the kindness but also the dramatic scenes that she's able to um handle with ease in this movie and i think also the relationship she has with her mother in this with benny safty in this and with her daughter in this is just like it's just so fucking good and I'm just like, how is she not in a big movie? Unless you're going to tell me she's in a big movie now. Right? I
1: mean, she's in the Doctor Stranges.
0: Those but... do not count. Yeah. But like I get that. like, but like what is she in that? What's the name of her character? Exactly.
1: Oh, I don't know. Exactly. That's
0: sad. I, but that's what I mean. What's the that...
1: name of her character? Jane. <laughs> Dr. Christine Palmer. Sure, why not? Yeah, you're right. She was she was having a lot of but success th- for a while.
0: But see, that's in those like she drama, drama, loves, loves yeah That's what I mean. That's what she's casted. But I feel About like she...
1: time. God, I, I love, love that I... movie. Uh, yeah.
0: No, I don't like that movie. But she's great in it. You... She's great. Mm, she's great in it. She's but I have a big problem it. with that movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that Donald Gleason. No, I love Donald Cle- <laughs> <laughs> Um uh, Yeah, you're right though. She doesn't. That's what I mean. I just feel like this is a movie where I could see in a in a worser year, I could see her getting nominated for best supporting actress in mm. this. I don't think this is like Oscar worthy. Best adapted screenplay? Yeah. Mm, maybe. Best
1: adapted. Hey, fun fact about the screenplay. So people have been trying to get the rights to this book for years. I
0: saw. It's hilarious. I love Judy Blume for this. Yeah,
1: Judy Blume wouldn't give it to any of them. She wouldn't. She was never going to give it to a studio. Mm-hmm. But she picked, obviously, the writer and director for this. Because she loved Edge of 17. And she trusted her with it. a great movie as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what was it? It was 40, 49 years since the publication. And then the she sold the film rights to James L. Brooks and Kelly Fremont Craig mm-hmm. um, who worked together on like you say the Edge of Seventeen and then Craig was set to write and direct and then the studio there was a studio bidding war for it as well she yeah. hasn't done many she hasn't allowed in many other adaptations of her nope. books um, I think it's only like a handful of like TV movies mm-hmm. and a series and such
1: well uh, she she loves her life if that makes sense she mm-hmm. purposely um, I read a great article about it <laughs> that's it sir.
0: it just sounds like she would be killed if she, <laughs> yeah. if she did a media <laughs> yeah. adaptation she's like a let's just say wrong. she likes going on to her <laughs> life <laughs>
1: I'm directly threatening her. <laughs> no, uh so hey, she spent years only writing
0: one cel- <laughs> celebrities on this podcast. is me.
1: She spent years <laughs> writing books, obviously, um and then as an adult now, she moved to Key West in Florida, and she just enjoys hosting. Like she owns a bookshop, and her current husband owns an indie cinema, and she works in the bookshop. She loves being out and about. She hosts all these writers, like. Saloons, you'd call them, or salons—I don't know. Writers' groups and hangouts for young female writers. Oh, cool! So, like, she's really good friends with Meg Cabot, who wrote the Princess Diaries. And she was that author. That's a book. Yeah,
0: didn't know that.
1: Really big book series.
0: A book series.
1: Yeah, yeah, like twelve books. What? Like <laughs> and Meg Cabot wrote that series famously from like Mia being sixteen all the way up to her like being an adult, which is very oh. cool. But that's beside there the point. And. Yeah, so, so she kind of likes to nurture writers and she said she never wanted to go and really sit back behind a desk that much. And I think that's probably part of why she doesn't adapt movies. So if she wanted to have, she did a little bit of this and she was on set. Not all the time, but I think she had a great time with it. But if she used to do that with her entire back catalogue, yeah. to have that kind that's of control fair, yeah. over it, she'd yeah. just be spending her life working again. Yeah, so. no, that's fair. And she, apparently she loves like... Because she's in Key West in Florida, so cruise ship dock, and she loves, like, going out to meet everyone and selling the books. And She just sounds
0: like such a wholesome woman.
1: She is a wholesome woman. <laughs> uh, We're good friends, and I'm I not threatening to her life <laughs> even a little bit, okay?
0: She is a good woman. Shame what's coming her way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, what else about this movie's great? Any other points? But you mentioned Edge of 17. I and did.
1: The, obviously, writer-director for that is the same as this. They're the only two movies she's directed, I think. It's such a good movie, like we said. It's another kind of coming of age, but for a much older girl. And it has that similar characteristic of capturing that kind of, like, awkward teenage years, but yeah. with that kind of compassion. and Realism and just, Exactly. Like, yeah. But often, you just never get those kind of experiences really played for realism. They're either played for a drama, like, really intense drama, or really, like... Cheesy Or for laughs Yeah yeah, yeah. And They're They're always played for laughs Because it feels like The safest way to kind of Talk about those emotional things yeah. And I love that in her movies It's just like Not that she gives it to you straight Because she still gives it to you With like kindness But it is um, It's different than what You normally see When yeah. you watch these kind of movies I guess we're, we're kind of missing Maybe one of the biggest scenes If we want to talk about it Or do you want to save
0: yeah, let's, let's get into that.
1: <laughs> the, the bit you hate. Well, do you want to share your favourite scene?
0: My favourite scene is the funniest when scene. Gretchen gets her period and then we it's a hard cut to Margaret praying. Like, Jesus Christ, God, you better fuck out. I've never wanted anything more in my life, please. Oh my God, I just bust my ass. Right yeah, that, <laughs> that uh, is good.
1: It's very much, um, you haven't seen Heather's, but it has big Heather's energy of when... Veronica storms up to her room, puts on the monocle, and is at the typewriter and like ripping the pages off. It
0: <laughs> so, All right, yeah, it's on the list. I get to. It. But
1: it's it's it, uh, it feels almost eerily like echoing that scene, and I think one of the writers worked on Heather's before, so. Oh, there you go. Uh, um, but yes, yeah. the
0: big scene, the big conflict of the movie.
1: Yeah. So our, our good friend Margaret's talking to God all the time, but she's not any religion. And her lovely new teacher, whose first year it is teaching, he decides to set his class a project, a personal interest project. Did you did you do those in school?
0: Crystal chess projects. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know.
1: God, you're going to have to think back to those times, Gary. We had to do them in school from third class up. Every year? hmm I did. I don't think I did that. I actually won on a series of unfortunate we events. Just, Remember we, when we covered we that just, on my last podcast? We just,
0: we just played, we just said which boy is the strongest and we just fought in a big pit every year.
1: <laughs> is that what all boys schools <laughs> They do. Like?
0: Big pit fights all the time.
1: We played a lot of chess. I tell you, I
0: could beat a pit fight. <laughs> Judy Bloom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no way. No way could you be Judy no. Bloom in a pit she, fight. She'd
0: cut me to my core with harsh words, more than a punch could. And ever you know do. she's always
1: having that bike, Gary. Like she just—that's true. She'd, yeah, she'd get you. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but sorry. So her class are set a personal interest project, and hers. She decides to do hers on religion. She's finally gonna pick a religion. She has decided she is an adult. The whole thing was her parents were never gonna make her pick until she was an adult. They were gonna yeah. let her decide. And she's like, well, obviously, at twelve years old. I'm an adult, yeah. so it's time for me to decide. Yeah. There's a lot of conversations like that in this program. I'm just like, <laughs> yep. just you wait. <laughs> and she decides to do that. So she goes to different church services. She goes to temple with her Jewish grandmother. She goes to a, a few different kind of, I guess,
0: Christian denominations. denominations
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, with her friends. My in favorite one
0: is the one that has the gospel choir yes. in it. And I just feel like Irish churches could do mm-hmm. a lot more effort mm-hmm. to incorporate those in them. Sorry. Um
1: yeah, so she goes to those and then the the whole, she's very close with her Jewish grandmother, but she doesn't know her mom's parents. Mm-hmm. They're like estranged from them because they basically cut her off when she decided to marry um, out of their faith. And she's like never spoken to them again. Margaret's never met them. She's no relationship to them. They're very like conservative Christians. Yeah. The but, fun kind. Yeah, the fun kind. The one
0: that are like, let's ban a book that mentions yeah. boobs.
1: <laughs> That's why. They were like, this is a rude portrayal of us. This is a
0: little girl and it's burnished. burn it!
1: No, they're just like, <laughs> rude of you to talk about us like this. And they banned
0: the book. But books. also, just... But also <laughs> the, girls, a perfect example. No way. No, While giving a perfect example of why you're like this. Yeah. <laughs> so, and <laughs>
1: so, um, they... So, uh, they... Through a series of events They do end up coming to visit Margaret is devastated Because she's not allowed to go to Florida anymore Really a hard time Um, I, I really felt her disappointment in that scene It was really upsetting But then her mum's parents come um, But she's got lovely loving parents And Margaret's a lovely kid So she is trying to do her best mm-hmm. for her mom. She's a bit awkward Because she doesn't know these people But she knows she knows how hard it is for her mom. Yeah. Um, there was a really nice scene about that earlier on where she just like couldn't believe that this had happened. Yeah. her mom's parents wouldn't want to speak to her. She just like couldn't fathom that at all. Yeah. So she finds the interaction with her other grandparents very difficult. And then her grandmother comes back from Florida because she knows they're coming with her new boyfriend, Mr. Pinnaman? Pinnaman? That sounds right. It sounds like cinnamon.
0: Let's call him Philip Leroy. For
1: now. <laughs> and they all go and they just have like this sort of nice evening but then they have like this big confrontation about religion at the end and Margaret has to do her school project after that and it's just this really heartfelt upsetting letter about how she doesn't understand her place in the world because of this and she's not really sure what to do early on in the movie she says that one of the things she dislikes the most is religious holidays because of obviously the connotations for her family Um, and yeah I just thought it was a really good scene it's not in the book Judy Bloom said she didn't know how to oh it's it happens separately. The grandmother uh, arrives late. Okay. She said she didn't know how to play that conflict out in the book without making it too much. But yeah. I guess because the movie's a little older, or for a little older audience, they do that and it works quite well. And it's just yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's where the movie lost me. Okay. I felt like just because I don't know, because not to divulge too much about myself on one podcast but i'm, I'm not a very religious person yeah uh, so i kind of spent the whole time like i just felt like i understand the way the movie set up where it's just like it's like a hot button topic mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a sort of a an issue that's been bubbling and boiling amongst all these four individuals for like so long and mm-hmm. uh, so like five individuals that like when it all comes out like of course like that's how family arguments sometimes happen yeah. where it's like a here's something i didn't say that yeah. i felt a while ago kind of thing but it just felt so out of proportion for the rest of the movie. I was just like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. calm down here, guys. Everyone's screaming and shouting over nothing." And I was like, this is all not st- stupid. I don't know. I I think I was having such a good time yeah. and I understand that's the point. I'm not saying it's bad about the movie. I'm just saying for me, it just like lowered it to a gear that I was never able to mm-hmm. like end the movie on a high. And then like you say there's that sort of project, which is a bit of a downer as well. But like by the end of the movie, it's all kind of like happy and go lucky mm-hmm. and all sort of all
1: For me it's really nice because I think it's like a a scene where Margaret kind of has to accept That she's not really an adult She yes. has to be like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god there's just so much stuff And actually Maybe I'm not an adult Yeah <laughs> Maybe we are not. Ha- I couldn't handle it I'm not from a particularly religious, religious background either I am from a family with two different religions By extension And you're
0: notorious for ne- saying which one's better than the other
1: <laughs> Yeah yeah I'm always going around being like <laughs> yeah. Well that one is yeah. crap yeah. Um, d- Even despite the fact that neither of my parents are religious Yes So I feel very much like Margaret in this instance But yeah so I get that you kind of lost. I understand exactly why it felt like it yeah. came out of nowhere. But I kind of love that because it was like, yeah, just this moment where she was like, "Oh God, there's actually so much going on in the world, and it's terrifying." And I like they all just need to leave me alone. Yeah. Um. So I
0: feel <laughs> <laughs> also Margaret, no, you're always no,
1: storming up to your room onto your typewriter.
0: You joke. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> um, Margaret, until you're paying full fares on the Lewis, calm down. That's what I say. Yeah, two euro. To use that travel, uh, student travel card or Leap card. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, um, yeah. I, look, I get it. I, yeah, I, I, did like it, but like I said, it just, it just did. It was just a weird turn for me in the movie that I, I just never came back. from. Well,
1: it does also come on the heels of Margaret. They, there's a girl in their class who's like always looks a bit older, and Margaret. That was
0: gr- I loved all that stuff.
1: Oh, so good. Margaret has this like moment where she has to work with the girl, and she's really annoyed at her, and she can't believe the girl is so lucky to have everything that Margaret wants because.
0: The girl, what's her name? uh, Laura. Nancy had said like, oh, she's kissing all the boys. She's kissing Moose. Yeah. Um, And she's like
1: the most developed girl in their class. And Nancy lies by getting her period and Margaret is cross already. And then like Philip is mean to her and she's just, there's so much happening in her world. And she's so upset. And then she lashes out at poor Laura who is having a really hard time herself and mm. Margaret just never even stopped to consider that and she just can't believe that about herself yeah um and then all this stuff happens with her family and just feels like she just feels like so overwhelmed by it all I kind of like that it was just mirrored slightly yeah, from her no, own because yeah, she
0: meets her in a church then and then yeah. she's kind of like oh wait turns out people with this faith can be quite nice rather than oh I think she was more like Jesus Christ not Jesus Christ I think she was more like oh she was like I was so set on the Ju-, like the Judaism because they were so nice and now Christ- uh, Catholics are so nice to us she's like oh who do I choose
1: mm, yeah. I think that
0: was the vibe of the scene at, towards the end wasn't it where it was kind of like a well she just she I think turning on religion she was like
1: well she just couldn't like, I guess she just was like, she just felt like such a terrible person because she immediately sees Laura leave confession and she's like, I just have so much to confess because I must just be the worst person yes. in the world. And then everyone comes along and then her parents take something away from her and she feels really, the, the Florida trip, and she feels oh, really yeah, yeah. conflicted about like, like, because she's mad at herself about how she can't believe that you hurt Laura, but also she's like, she's like, no, wait, but this is an injustice too. And it's <laughs> such a, like, a teenage thing, not even a teenage, like a preteen thing to just not even be able to like she's not even able to process what's going on it results in this big blow up at all her grandparents
0: yeah um we talked about how the movie ends which i thought was a quite a nice moment yeah when sorry this is a weird thing to say when she gets her period yeah <laughs> but it's just i don't know that was just the peak rachel Garden's mm-hmm. is, is the goat and it was just like just just to see how not nerd not excited she was for it but like that's mm-hmm. sort of like a I'm ready, I got you kinda of thing. And yeah. just and then the realisation that Margaret already has like pads and stuff.
1: Yeah, and I think for Margaret the realisation that her mom was like, Oh, but this like you you know, this is happening to you and she was like prepared for it and yeah, that her mom was thinking about it as well. And it mirrors earlier on her friend Nancy gets hers when Margaret and Nancy are out on yeah. the town. Um and Nancy's mom's very detached about it yeah. She's very like Oh, that was oh okay fancy. just like do this And and you know Nancy's crying She doesn't really understand What's happening um, She doesn't know what to do about it
0: She deserves it for lying though. <laughs> oh, poor Nancy no. And this is when
1: Margaret Obviously gets very cross at her Because Nancy's lied to Margaret About already having her yeah. Period And poor Yeah so, so then You kind of have that lovely moment With Margaret yeah. and her mom Where it's another thing That kind of makes Margaret realise How she was so annoyed At her parents For not picking religion for her And not giving her a place in the world Yeah And then it's one of the many things At the end of the movie That make her really Glad to have her parents and mm. really appreciate their relationship. Particularly, so <laughs> <Benny> Sa- <laughs> where's Beny seen? Where's seen? He's busy putting the trunk in the car for he, camp. He's
0: not even cutting the grass. <laughs> Moose is doing it. Oh, he can't cut the grass. He can't anymore. do anything. <laughs> he can't even buy a new couch. Lee, that was he re- meant to look after that? That woman? was Rachel McAllen's job. Gary was. I just say account. who he was all comfortable on that like fucking sun lounger thing. Didn't see him getting up to make shit, make shapes. <laughs> anyway, like you, like this is not as not as like pre prepared as you would think. This is just when I latch onto something, I'm just ready to go.
1: <laughs> when something you know when you just can't fight that hatred, you are Margaret in this moment. Yeah, Versus it's girl all built up and, ban me. You're, and you're just like it's all built up this pent up rage yeah. to have for Benny. Why Safti. did my parents
0: never like choose a safty brother for me to like? You know what I mean? Why do I have to pick between the two?
1: And now you can't pick. Now you're gonna pick none of them yeah. in the end.
0: I'm just gonna rewatch that Star Wars he's in where he dies. Spoiler. What Star Wars? I think he is in an episode of Obi Wan Kenobi oh I feel like he it's is. either that him or the other one I don't know but I'd, I'll pretend it's Benny oh, this, no, it's too much it's too much even for me you're
1: gonna have to issue a formal apology to him at the end no, of
0: this no no he can request one <laughs> yeah and in the Q&A I'll, absolutely yeah if you're Benny Safty if you're listening request an apology and in three to five business uh, days I'll get back to you via typewriter
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and I'll have, we use my monocle
1: I'll put on that monocle there you go make reference to all these movies and write a, address it to Dear God <laughs> Or what's the teacher's name? Mr. Benedict That's how she addresses the letter At the mm-hmm. end so it's like Dear Mr. Benedict safety.
0: <laughs> yes I think so um, Lily anything else to add On this movie called Are hey, there God It's me and Mario I mean I'm a so <laughs> It goes I just, quite well together I just for some reason I was trying to think to myself How could I fit that into what I actually podcast. feel
1: like Someone's made that joke before
0: on this podcast? No, no. Because like, I'll go back and delete that. And just make this the original <laughs> Generally. one. Generally. Oh, yeah. I feel easy. like it
1: featured in, like, a Simpsons episode or something.
0: Oh, there, got it's a me and Mario. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, anything else?
1: No, I mean, it's amazing. I hope we did justice talking about Maybe, it. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. We talked about it. That's that all happened. that matters. And I think everyone should go see
0: it. If not, like, look, I understand cinemas are expensive. And sometimes you, you only really want to go to the cinema when it's, like, a big blockbuster kind of thing. Mm. But, like, this is worth it. But also as soon as it hits streaming yeah. get on it now I don't think it'll be on any streaming service, s- s- service anyone has because it'll probably be on Lionsgate Plus which I shit you not is a real streaming service that I only found about it the other day
1: don't talk bad about it Gary we want more oh no
0: I, I did I say it was bad no, I just said no. I only discovered it and I oh. can't believe I'm only discovering about it because it's got so many great movies Lee, <laughs> and for such an affordable price
1: it's not available in Ireland. It is. <laughs> is it? Yes.
0: Oh my god. I think so. Let's do Gary Google something and let's find out what blood type Lionsgate has.
1: Um, I'm trying to think of like if you have ever seen anything. Yes. I was like, i was trying to think of like a good comparison to be like, if you Edge like this, see this. Lady Edge Seventeen, Bird. Lady Bird, um, there Little was Women. Else had.
0: No, there was something else. Yes, yeah, I go.
1: Um. I'm trying to think of an equivalent that is more about um, a little boy, but I can't. That that can be your job. <laughs>
0: Belfast. Yeah. <laughs> Not kind of. really, but like um, it's
1: very it's very similar to the Emma as well. So if you ever like if you like a Jane Austen, you'll love this.
0: And if you like a hole in the head, you can also <laughs> say uh, it's the same.
1: It's the same plot as Emma. Stories
0: about little boys <laughs> growing up.
1: I thought you and I saw Good Boys. Do you remember that? But that was very much like little boys it's no, super bad but also but that yeah that's
0: that's that's kind of doing it what you had said before mm, um, playing it for laughs you playing for laughs exactly yeah
1: I don't know there there isn't one almost identical to this I don't think if you like Rachel McAdams Boyhood Boyhood yeah
0: That I've never seen it it's yeah. too fucking long Edge of 17 not the one I was good <laughs> I just um Leave it with me. If Moonlight somewhat, actually. Yeah, yeah but that's
1: Rylane is something I thought of as well. Yeah,
0: see I'm trying to find It, it has more that like, like drama that like comedy. extensive
1: narrative that Rylane has. Um,
0: um but yeah, no, there, there's definitely things. In
1: Honestly, it. if you're just like feeling nice, go see it. You yeah. can close your eyes at the end.
0: Um But yeah, absolutely. Um
1: If you've ever read a book, any book, maybe you should go see it.
0: Um yeah well i don't know if
1: you ever heard of a religion go see yeah. it yeah
0: there's so many reasons why you should go see this and so mm-hmm. and only one reason why you shouldn't
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs>
0: that's the last one i do promise <laughs> um, <laughs> like you're the comedy root of three
1: yeah <laughs> you've gone for like 27 i
0: accidentally put another zero <laughs> at the end of that i think and um, no but uh Lili, thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank again and um bringing this mm-hmm. interesting story to the podcast listeners which is this movie I don't know what I'm saying. I'm, um, I'm, tra- I'm, still,
1: s- I'm still workshopping that bit. I'm like, Lily's books. Lily's League binges. of Literature. Lily's League of Literature. Just feels like I'm going to talk about more books though. Yeah. Uh,
0: there's definitely something there. Leave it with me. I love alliteration.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm.
0: no, thank you very much and I want to thank the listener. Just the one listening. It's me. Hi, Betty (laughs) Satch. I said I'd stop. Um, Just the one listener. It's David Scanlon. It's David Scanlon. Um, No, but thank you so much for listening to this or any of the other episodes. If you would like to keep up to date with the podcast, you can follow at Reading of the Peers on Instagram. The clips go on TikTok. The full audio video goes on YouTube as well. Be sure to follow myself on Letterboxd as well as Miss Nolan whose username is...
1: Lily Nolan
0: There you go Easy peasy I also have the links In the description If you'd also like to Contact the podcast You can email ReelingThePeers At gmail.com Be sure to subscribe And follow on Apple Podcasts And Spotify Or anywhere else You get your podcasts And give us some Fantastic ratings there And that's it I never have something To end on My letterbox
1: is Lily underscore Nolan There you go